Welcome back, everyone, to the uh, Sport Tea Podcast. I'm your co-host, Lucy, the quote-unquote sport expert here. And what our podcast is all about is just kind of us explaining, talking about sports, and kind of explaining it for people who don't normally watch sports or don't know what's going on. Uh, But today, we are switching up the episode, and since I'm the quote-unquote sport expert, Anna is not the sport expert this time, or this episode, she is going to be an expert in something. Anna, what is going on in this episode? All right, guys. Um, so yeah, as Lucy said, I am not an expert on sports. And that is why my opinion is um, so needed on this podcast, because <laughs> I ask a lot of funny questions. And it's nice to just know that other people like me also don't know um, a lot about sports. So we wanted to switch it up. I know that we've been keeping this topic a secret from you all, but I'm finally here to reveal it. Guys, I'm an expert on Twilight. Oh, goodness. Oh, gosh. I am not. So I'm very excited to be enlightened on Twilight in general. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's going to be really good. Um, I am very excited. So... To get started, I'm kind of going to lay out just the basics because there's there's lots of care, but there's not. I'm going to go through like the books, the main characters, um, as funny as it sounds. I'm going to go through like their government and then I'm going to talk about the plot line as a whole. And then I'm even going to have a term for Lucy to guess, just like she does to me every single time. And I'm really excited about. OK, so now I'm going to dive in. Um, there are four Twilight books. OK, so there's Twilight, New Moon, Eclipse and Breaking Dawn. And these all kind of take place within, like, I want to say it's, like, not even a three-year span. Like, they honestly happen pretty pretty fast after each other. Um, And then the author is Catherine Hardwick, okay? Um, She's actually Mormon, which is a fun fact. Okay. And I know it's kind of funny, but it's actually nice because the books are, like, really like moral as funny as that sounds so the way that this all came to be was that she had a dream basically about the the plot of twilight and she's an author so then she woke up and like started writing about it so it literally came from a dream of hers which honestly low-key makes the series even weirder now that i'm saying that out loud (laughs) (laughs) yeah no for real (laughs) um but then she also has um written like some bonus books so she actually has a book called midnight sun And that is Twilight, the first book, but from the perspective of um, Edward, the main love interest. Um, So that book actually came out, I want to say it was like 2019. So like pretty recent. Um, She had written it like a long time ago. That's the other thing I was going to say. Like these books and movies are really old. So the books themselves were published, like Twilight was published in like 2005, like, like really, really a long time ago. And then the first movie came out in 2008. And I'll get a little bit into why that's funny later. But now I'm kind of going to introduce to you, like, the main characters. So it the movie always revolves around, like, three main groups of people. So the first people, there's the Cullen family, there's the Swans, and then there's the people who live on the reservation. Um, so the Cullen family, this is, like, the vampire family that everyone knows and loves, except for Lucy, apparently. Um, and now all of you will know about it, too. <laughs> Okay. Um, so the dad is Carlisle. He's probably one of like my favorite characters ever. Um, he has a special power. So some vampires have special powers and some don't. I know that sounds really nerdy, but 
it actually is kind of cool. So Carlisle's a dad. His um his power is like super control. He's actually a doctor. He's been a vampire for like five hundred years or something crazy. Okay. Um and he's literally like a surgeon. And it's really funny because all of his coworkers think that like he experiments with like plastic surgery and stuff, but really he's just like doesn't age. <laughs> so like that's oh. really funny. Okay. Um, um oh wait, I have a question. Yeah, go for it. Okay, so since he's a doctor, like, a vampire doctor, does he, like, take, like, do these vampires, like, suck blood or whatever, like, normal I'll get ones? to that in a second. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm getting there. I'm going to talk about that whenever I get down to government. <laughs> okay, oh, a government? Yeah, when you said that earlier, I was like, oh, gosh, I, I know. absolutely no, no clue what that is. <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny, like, it, it's weird, but, like, I mean, her... The Twilight universe is, like, very specific. Like, she has, like, a lot of details that, like, you wouldn't necessarily think were there. Okay. But, yeah. No, I'll get to that. Um, <laughs> back to the Cullen family. Next is, like, Esme. That's Carlisle's wife. Um, she does not have any superpowers, but, I mean, she's a good mom. Okay. Next are, like, the kids. They're not really their kids. Their cover story is that they're all, like, adopted into this family, but it's weird because everyone knows that they're, like, the kids are, like, dating each other, like, because they're foster kids. And it's, like, a topic of gossip, which oh. is, like, ridiculous. So Edward, obviously, is, like, the main guy in the story. He's in the love triangle. Um, he can read people's minds. That's pretty cool. And he does not have, like, a love interest in his family. Okay. So okay. he's, like, all alone. And then next, there's Rosalie. Okay. She's obviously a daughter or whatever. Um, she does not have any powers, but her and Emmett are, like, a couple, and they are, for all intents and purposes, married. And then there's two more. There's Alice. Alice sees the future. She's, like, very will the wisp kind of crazy. And then her, um, I guess, husband-ish is Jasper. And he is, like, the newest to the family, so he, like, still he's still kind of like getting used to how they live like because they stay in one place for a long time which isn't normal for a lot of vampires and I'll get to why that is again whenever we get down to talking about government but his power is that he can like manipulate emotions in a room to like control a crowd of people like I didn't know how to summarize that in one word but like he like like if people are anxious in the room he can make the room feel really calm okay that makes sense yeah yeah, so not not all vampires have powers, but those those are them. So next is like the Swan family. This is Bella. She's like the main character, the one who like um, the story is basically all about. And then there's her dad Charlie and her mom Renee. They're divorced, so like you don't really see her mom at all. Um, her mom lives in Florida with like she's like just gotten married to like this baseball player and is like living in Florida, which is the whole reason why like Bella comes to live with her dad. Um, in Forks, anyway. That's where, like, it's set, is, like, Forks, Washington. Okay. Um, Charlie is actually the, like, police chief of the town, which is really funny that, like, his daughter is dating a vampire, and he has, like, absolutely no clue. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just kind of silly. Um, and then there's the reservation. So this is, like, um, there's, like, an Indian reservation where this is, like, where the werewolf part comes in for Twilight. I'm not even sure if you knew that there were uh, werewolves in twilight but there are um they only like their generations only become werewolves whenever there are like vampires around which is why they like become werewolves in the books it's because like the columns have moved to forks and so now all of these people are like becoming 
werewolves on the reservation. But the the main werewolf is Jacob. That's like the only one that you really need to remember. And maybe his dad, Billy, because his dad's kind of crazy and like tells Bella to like not date Edward and all this weird stuff. Um, but Jacob, Bella, and Edward are like what um, the whole series is basically about. It's basically about their love triangle, about Jacob loving Bella, Bella loving Edward, all of that stuff. Okay. Okay. So is Jacob Taylor Lautner in yes. the movie? Okay. Got it. Yes. Taylor sense. Lautner. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Okay. Cool. 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 <laughs> that's him. That's him. Okay. Um. Now we get to talk about the fun part, which is the government. Okay. So there is a very, like, very, very old, like, they even, they even have, like, Roman, na- like, oh my gosh, what's that word? I guess Roman names would be the correct term. Um, like, I'm trying to remember, like, one of them is named, like, Cassius and things like that. Like, they're ancient. They're, like, okay. the, basically the first vampires, and they're called the Volturi. So it's, I know it's kind of like, if you're trying to see it in your head, it's V-O-L-T-U-R-I, like, Volturi. Okay, got it. Yeah. And in a city called Volterra, and, like, they have this, like, underground, like, I guess you could honestly call it, like, a catacombs, like, they live underneath there. Okay, so these these vampires are, like, insanely corrupt and, like, really, really evil. But they kind of have, like, charged themselves with, like, the... There's only, like, one rule that all vampires have to keep, and that's to not do anything to, like, expose the vampires who are alive, if that makes sense. Uh, yes. Yeah. And they, so. they... Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, basically just, like, don't spill our secrets to the humans. Okay, cool. That's, like, their only rule. Um, But these people, like, they're not good. Like, they are, they, like, do, that's how they live, the Volturi. So they are, like, they use their powers. So, like, obviously, like I said earlier, not all vampires have powers, but the Volturi, they have, like, I think it's, like, 12 people in their, like, command who are, like, super powerful vampires who they use to force people to do things for them. So they'll say, like, like they'll go to a family of vampires who have, like, broken a law or done something that the Volturi think can expose them. And basically, they'll kill, like, everyone in that family but the one person who's super, who has, like, the really cool powers. And then they'll say, like, to show you mercy, you can come live with us and, like, join our cause or you can die like your family. And most of the time, people, like, choose to go with them and then the Volturi, like, use their powers for their own benefit. Okay. So, that being said, the Cullen family is special because they don't drink human blood. So, they call themselves, like, vegetarians. That's how, like, they, that's how they describe themselves. And, basically, they only drink animal blood. Oh, okay. This is, like, in... Vampire Diaries, right? Yes, it literally okay. is. It's so okay. similar. Okay, got it. Yes. Okay, I mean, I think some of the lore is different. Like, um, in Twilight, the vampires can't walk into the sun or else they, like, sparkle. That's why they live in Oregon is because, like, it's always raining and cloudy. Versus, like, okay. in a show like The Vampire Diaries, they wear a ring and they're fine outside all the time. Okay. So, so they can't, so, yeah. like, at all? Like, ever? N- no. Okay. I mean, like, they, they wear, like, clothing to try to be inconspicuous, but they're also, they're also, like, filthy rich, because they've, like, 
been around for a really long time and so they like just have old money and they like especially it's like alice sees the future so like they have done like stock things and she can like predict stock markets so like she just like they just get a lot of money oh Um, that must be nice so yeah so it's nice because their house is like far out of town and is like really open and airy and has like a ton of windows and the the um the house in the series like the the actual movies are is like absolutely gorgeous and it actually exists it's in Oregon you can go on like this thing called like tour of twilight they actually filmed a lot of it in Oregon and Washington and you can go to like all their filming sites and it's like super cool it's like one of my it's like a dream of mine to go do that honestly okay solid but the house the house actually exists okay and you should definitely go look it up because it looks really cool <laughs> okay yeah. okay so now now that you have all the background I'm kind of gonna give a long story short um and it, I don't think this contains any spoilers because first of all the movie series ended like a long time ago and I'm still not giving away any major details okay okay so in in entirety, really, Edward spends the whole series trying to protect Bella from becoming a vampire. Like, he does not want her to become a vampire because he thinks that vampires, like, don't have souls and that it's, like, torture to be one for the rest of your life, basically. Okay, but how how would she be, like, would her, was, would uh, Edward's family, like, make her be a vampire? Yes. Okay. Well, no, 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 no. I wouldn't say they make. His family is like, like they, I mean, okay, honestly, and here's, here's just my opinion. People say that this series is like a love triangle. In reality, Bella never falls in love with Jacob. Like Jacob is always hung up on Bella. So I don't even think about him in speaking about this. Um, But like Edward's family wants Bella to become a vampire. That way she can be with Edward forever because they see how, like, sad and depressed Edward is. Like, Edward is, like, sad boy hours almost the whole time. Okay. <laughs> like, okay. he's sense. honestly, he's honestly <laughs> pathetic. But he, like, becomes, he, like, really, I don't know, it's, there's some weird stuff, but, like, it makes sense in the, in the, in the movies, I feel like, more than just trying to explain it out loud. Okay. Um, but basically, he doesn't want to, like, um, to give her the same fate that he thinks he has, because he's, like, so miserable. Okay, that makes sense. Um, but Bella does want to be a vampire, and it's like a big, it's like a big point of like tension in their relationship, I guess. Which sounds kind of funny to say, yeah. but <laughs> she's like, no, I, and she wants Edward to turn her, but and like Edward won't do it, basically. Okay. And there's like certain conditions that they like make, and they eventually like come to like a decision and things like that. Um, but basically, when things get really dicey, okay, so. Edward and Bella do get married while she's still human. Okay. T. Got it. T. Yeah, big T. They have, like, this huge wedding. She's, like, 18. All of her high school friends think that she's pregnant, which is really funny. Um, and basically, basically, at this point, like, the love triangle ends. That's probably in, that's, like, the, the end of the third um, book is, like, the end of the love triangle. Like, it's it's over. Jacob is, like, he's upset, obviously, because he thinks that, like, that Bella's gonna die and all these things, but it's, like, okay, she's gonna be alive. It's just, like, as a vampire. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, this could be a spoiler if you've never seen anything about it, 
but you probably have seen something even if it's just an Instagram clip so if you're listening and you really want to like be surprised at this then just like skip a little bit sorry Lucy this is like imperative for plot lines so I'm just gonna share it but Bella becomes pregnant on their honeymoon okay okay and this like that seems kind of weird how it all works out I don't even really understand that but the Vol- they they then get in trouble with the Volturi because they think it's this thing called an immortal child so back like hundreds of years ago people made like children into vampires because the vampires themselves wanted to have children because like once you're once you're a vampire you can't have a child unless you're like if you're a woman you can't have a child okay so they think it's an immortal child and they're like, oh my gosh, the Colons have done this terrible thing because basically it's like a kid who never grows up and then they just end up like wreaking havoc on all the humans. You know what I mean? Like you can't control them. So then they just like kill a bunch of people. Okay. So they think it's an immortal child, which is like a huge thing. They have to like go um, and like they basically have a war with the Volturi and that's like what the last um, the last like half of the last book and then the last movie is all about because the last book is split into two parts for movies um but basically just revolves around this fight and trying to like show everyone that it's not an immortal child um and and yeah without like spoiling anything else it's kind of all I can give do you have any questions before we go on to the term um yes okay so how do you become a vampire in twilight okay so it's honestly pretty similar to um well, okay, so mm, mm, this is kind of confusing. So basically, Carlisle is the one who's like turned all of the vampires in his family, the ones okay. like I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. and he only turned them because he knew they were going to die. So okay. like all of all of them were in peril, which is like why he chose to like change them, I guess. Like Edward, he found him um, when Carlisle was a doctor during the Spanish flu. And, like, Edward's parents had died, and Edward was about to die, and Carlisle was like, let me see if I can, like, if I know how to do this. So, mm-hmm. basically, it's it's very similar to, like, other vampire shows, where, like, you just have to, like, bite them, and their venom, like, gets into your bloodstream. Um, but, like, you don't have to, like, basically, that itself, like, will kill you, and then you become a vampire. Like, it's not complicated, like, it is in the Vampire Diaries, where, like, you have to die with vampire blood in your system, like, Okay. No, it's just, like, you just have to be bit by a vampire, and, like, you're basically a goner. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yes. So, and, like, it, in the show, it's, like, they say that it's, like, extremely painful. Like, it's not, like, a, like, super easy, because, like, basically, it, like, the venom, I don't know if it, like, eats away all, like, the blood that's inside of you or something weird like that, but, like, It just is, like, super painful for the people who, like, undergo it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Um, I had another question, but I forgot. So hopefully I think... Don't worry. Yeah, if you think about it at the end, then let me know. But I have a term. The term is imprinting. Imprinting? Oh, gosh. Um, I feel like... Okay, good night. Okay, now I know how you feel. Um, Seriously, sometimes it's so hard because I just have no clue what to even say. Yeah, okay. I feel like it is when, um, uh, like, a new vampire is, 
created or like they come they come back to life after they've been bitten and they died that's what I feel like imprinting is okay so that's not awful it's not bad (laughs) dang it (laughs) it's not remotely right so I'm not even gonna say that it is unfortunately Oh, my good guess. You see, this is how I feel every single time. Um, oh my gosh. Okay, so imprinting is actually a werewolf thing. Oh, okay. so werewolves imprinting on someone basically means like it's almost like this supernatural connection that they have with like. I I think I'm pretty sure it has to be like a woman because and werewolves like there are girl werewolves too. So I guess they could imprint on men but it just depends on like the gender of the werewolf um so basically when they imprint on someone it's like their most high law that they like protect that person until they die so like um jacob isn't the leader of like his pack and his the leader like the actual leader i forget his name i should probably know that but um he has imprinted on this like woman and it doesn't mean anything weird it's just like a heart connection it's like in the in the movie they do a good job of showing it because basically like when it happens like they just look at someone and then it's like their whole like life changes and like it's all about protecting that one person and it's basically like they're it's almost like their soulmate okay and like this is where it gets kind of dicey is because like you can imprint on someone when like they're older and then like it's like like a romantic love but like there's also werewolves in the pack who imprint on like a two-year-old and that sounds strange but it's not romantic at all it's like they just protect that child like there's some kind of connection in them and it's like like a brotherly relationship you know what I'm saying okay yeah okay so Um, Jacob does Jacob have like an imprint on Bella so he wishes that he had an imprint on Bella but get this he actually imprints on her daughter you're kidding no no way so basically there are a lot of circumstances that like lead up to this like this baby's birth that are like that are are good surprises that I don't want to spoil but basically Jacob thinks that he's gonna like hate this child and wants Mm -hmm. to like kill it basically because they don't really know like what it's gonna be yet and his pack is like freaking out because they think that this child is gonna go crazy like the immortal children did like okay. everyone thinks this child's gonna be nuts um so Jacob like walks into the house to kill this baby and then he like imprints on her and it actually like saves it's like resolves all the tension because Edward like reads Jacob's mind and knows that he's imprinted on her and then the werewolves can't harm can't harm their child they name her Renesme, which is like kind of a funny name but it's the combination of Bella's mom's names like it's weird Okay. Um, yeah. Anyways, so he imprints on Renesme and then the the like werewolves can't can't hurt her, can't hurt like um the vampires in her life and all these things. So it, it kinda like it kind of is like the saving grace, which is really weird. But I chose this one because it's probably like the most highly understood concept in Twilight. Okay. But it's actually like it's actually a good thing. Okay, cool. Wow, I was yeah. really off with mine, but Yeah. Yeah, thank you for explaining. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay, um, last thing I'm going to say about it is, like, ultimately, Twilight has a really happy and, like, good ending. Like, I like, and, like, I'm a big, 
critique of endings and I really like the way Twilight ends um and I think that most people start watching Twilight because they think it's going to be really funny and like it is like the movies are just weird like but they're hilarious like they're being serious but you're laughing at them and then slowly but surely you just get like sucked into the story and then before you know it you're like watching the extended editions on Amazon Prime at like 3 a.m. in the morning like that's how it was for me because I just watched it because I wanted to like understand pop culture and all these things and I was like okay what is up with this and then I watched like the whole series in a weekend and I was like oh my gosh this is like hilarious but also like the greatest thing ever so that's how I came to be a Twilight fan Lucy do you have any other questions for me um I thought of my other question that I had earlier so why did why did Twilight like get popular <clears throat> get popular again? Oh, yep. I was going to yes, I was going to mention that. Okay, okay, this is actually really good. Okay, so when Twilight was um like the book was actually like written, it was like it was pretty popular, but it wasn't like insanely popular. Like Catherine Hardwick hadn't had any other books that had like really gone off or anything um and then in 2008 when they were gonna make the first movie it it literally is like an indie film like it is low budget like it's not it's not this like super and and, like you can tell in the um like the movies themselves like how they get like the first movie has this like very noticeable blue filter on it like the whole time it's like this blue filter it's kind of like funny but people like are obsessed with it but then it's like not there in any of the other movies because the first one got insanely popular but like the twilight movie is supposed to be this indie film and um robert pattinson the actor who plays edward um that's like the only reason he took the role was because he thought it was like this silly indie film that wasn't really going to go anywhere and seemed kind of funny and Mm -hmm. if you go on youtube you can actually look up this youtube video if y'all want it's hilarious it's called robert pattinson hates twilight and it's like a string of his interviews of him just like hating on Twilight because he really does. Like people only see him as Edward now as like an actor. And like he's been in more mm-hmm. stuff recently. But um, it's kind of funny because he really hates those movies. Um, after after they ended the movie series, I think, I don't remember, I don't know like what year they ended, but it was like, it was, it was still quite a while ago. Um Basically, it kind of, like, lost a lot. Like, people still loved it, and there's, like, diehard fans. But then she released that other book that she had written, Midnight Sun, in, like, 2019. And then, like, the love for Twilight kind of picked up again. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. Nice. Yeah, because I've heard, like, people, like, talk about it. Like, oh, Twilight's on Netflix, yada, yada. And I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. And so, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so that's why. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's – there's actually a cool story behind Midnight Sun. She's had that book written for, like, years – but when she was writing it, um, like, a part of it, like, a pretty big part of it got leaked online. And so, like, all her fans were reading it. And she got, like, really upset that it was leaked. And so she, like, said that she wasn't going to finish it. She wasn't going to publish it. Um, and then years later, she, like, actually did. After people had kind of, like, forgotten about it. Okay. Yeah. Smart. Okay, cool. Wow. Yeah. I feel more educated in the Twilight verse. There you go. All right, that's all I have for y'all on Twilight. So thank you all for listening. Lucy, I hope it was somewhat entertaining and hopefully now you actually want to watch the movies. Yes. Um, <laughs> it, I mean, yeah, I might have to watch. I want to see that blue filter on the first on the first one to see what you're talking about. That you sounds should. interesting. Yeah. All right. <laughs>
Well, oh my gosh. Um, well, thank you everyone for listening to the Sport Tea podcast. Um, I'm glad we switched roles in this episode. <laughs> I was definitely entertained. I hope y'all were too. Um, thank y'all for listening, and we'll catch y'all next time. Thanks, guys. Thanks.